Thanks everyone for uh, joining us uh, for the Ranking Prosper podcast. To this session, we're going to go through backlinking. If any of you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on the chat and we'll get it answered. First off, we're going to talk about all the different kinds of backlinks. Talking about the importance of backlinks, especially with the most recent updates, backlinks are key. So we've got a whole bunch of different kinds of backlinks that we're going to walk through today. The short answer is that one of the top ranking factors in almost all cases is backlinks. There's different kinds. We'll go through which quantity versus quantity, different factors, including relevance, authority, traffic, certainly one of the primary solutions that I definitely look to for from a backlinking perspective is guest posts, <clears throat> obviously getting a link from another website, submitting content that is a really great strategy for backlinking. Next up, we've got broken link building. And so we're looking through finding different broken links and then contacting the webmasters and asking them for, to update their link. And then of course, posting it, updating it to point to you. Influencer outreach is another great way of actually getting backlinks on social media marketing, uh, content we're purposing, which is really looking at content, updating it, making it better. But, and then either way, we've got a monitoring and analyzing your backlinks. We'll briefly touch on and then uh, common mistakes to avoid and then talking through the tools and then wrapped up. I will assume this will probably take about maybe 25, 30 minutes and uh, let's get started. So. I guess at a macro level, backlinks are simply a link to your website. Why backlinks? We get backlinks so that Google will know the type of content that relates to our site. Secondly, understand that we're an authority on the topic. So that's the primary point of backlinks. Through the anchor text and through the backlinks, Google in every browser really is able to actually ascertain that if a, a webmaster has created an article on something and the link that goes to, or like the content on that is a, about dogs and the anchor text is about best dog outfits. And then the art, the article is linked to a best dog outfits page. Clearly Google understands that best dog outfits anchor text is telling Google what that page is about. And then it goes to that page. And then all of a sudden you can see that it's in niche. The site's dedicated to dogs and it's linking to a site that's dedicated to dog outfits. And so they're in similar niche. And so behind the scenes, the best way that I like to explain it is that simply when you're creating links, the most ideal case is simply to have links created from your competitors. That was the most ideal state. So if you end up creating a hundred links from plumbers and they were all linking to a plumber website, it would be beneficial for two purposes. One is that you've got obviously the niche correct. Secondly, you have the location of being in the same kind of vicinity. And so that clearly isn't possible. Obviously there's no way that we could ask our, uh, for a plumbing client that all of its competitors link to it. And so the second best is to find other websites are actually in the same niche that are in the same location. If you're going for local SEO and linking to them, that's a broad level description of uh, linking. I'm going to quickly shift gears here and let's keep on going through a bit more 
concepts. So from a backlinking perspective, when we open up Microsoft Word, and I'm going to just show you simply what a, a true backlink actually looks like. If we have an article on plumbing and we're talking about plumbing and all of a sudden, if you're interested in learning more about plumbing tools, you know, check out plumbingtools.com. So this is your, your common kind of blank anchor text uh, link. So you've got a link, you've got a, the plumbing tools is clearly there. And more, more importantly, when you move your mouse on top of it, in the same manner as when you move your mouse on top of a website, you can see that the link and the anchor text is the same. So when I move my mouse on top of this URL, that the text that comes above it is the same. That's anchor text. Now we're going to, we're going to change that. We're going to change the anchor text to plumbing tools. Now this would be beneficial if the, oh, the link that we're targeting or the web page that we're targeting, we're trying to increase the ranking of plumbing tools, search phrases. If we were looking for checkout, maybe best plumbing tools that we had an article about the best plumbing tools, we might choose an anchor text like that. Now be behind the scenes from an anchor text perspective, anchor text is really important. And so generally speaking, ironically, just for a, a quick poll, how many people, if you were going to rank a best plumbing tools, what would be the best anchor text for that, that, uh, that backlink? Would it be best plumbing tools? Maybe. How many people think it would be? The short answer is that it would not be best. So generally speaking, that having a, an exact match anchor text is actually not ideal. Um, almost all backlinks for really large organizations that are actually ranking don't have exact match. And the anchor text ratios of exact match to semantic. So for an article, well, excuse me, that's linking, that's actually targeting best point tools. You might have best article on plumbing tools, or you might have best, best team in Panda or something like that. So, so generally speaking, I deviate the, I include the, the target search phrase, but I do add or remove or prefix or something. basically, generally speaking, it's a prefix or a suffix for the anchor text, but that's, that's generally speaking, how I do it. I don't recommend doing the exact match because it just every competitor does not do that. So if we look at our example, we would find websites that are actually centered on best plumbing tools in this example. So we would have created a fully SEO optimized page on our website that was had a URL of best hyphen plumbing hyphen tools. The each one would have that the first sentence of the paragraph would have that amended description would include some context on that. The image would have ideally some text on it that says best plumbing tools in it. Maybe we've got a video, but the point is we've got a fully, let's just assume we have a fully optimized page called best plumbing tools. Next up, we need to figure out where's the, where are we going to get some links? 
as I mentioned, we're going to go through some, some high level tools. A lot of the different organizations out there have these level of tools. If you don't consider getting one, certainly the most common ones are SEMrush, Ahrefs, number one and number two. Next up, Moz is actually pretty darn good. Majestic is also great. Buzzsumo is interesting because it'll help you to actually find egg cultures for your backlinks, but we'll get into that later. Now, the, the locality is very important. So we're going to choose Canada in our case, because we want to rank best learning tools for Canada. Next up, we're going to look at all of these different sites. And we can see that right now, the number one best power tools is this page. And then we're going to look at the organic keywords for that, for that exact URL. And so as you can see, this, this URL is actually ranking for all of these different search traces. Secondly, we can look at the backlink history. And so in this case, they've got 115 different backlinks. And if we look at the, the domain reading, which I generally speaking would recommend, and don't get me wrong, you can get traffic from non high domain ratings, but the, uh, certainly the, uh, it's always good to actually check it out. So if I was looking at ranking a site that competed with this for best plumber tools, I would start to look through these lists. And what am I looking for? Certainly domain rating is important. Having a site that actually has traffic is another. And so you can see here that there's a bit of diversity. For example, I've got 60 domain rating, but I've got zero domain traffic. What that means to me is just looking at this one really quickly, my guess is that it's probably not a great site. And so we're going to look at this by my house seven. And they've got reviews and it doesn't, it looks spammy to much the live viewpoint. Might not, might be long, but the, the short answer is that when we look at all these different articles, let's just see how spam this one is because we're not getting any traffic from it, even though the weight rating is up high is suspicious. So those that don't know, there is ways to, to increase the domain rating of your site without having one. You know, like in, a, in, in illegitimate ways. And so this isn't always the best indicator, but I, that's why I always look at domain traffic and secondly, the, the, the domain rating. So the short answer is I would probably be looking at this one. So we always take a look at the website that we're trying to get a link from. And in this case, this one here, the URL doesn't look right to me, but let's just, yeah. And it's not this. So. I would not get a link on this. The domain rating is really high. It's getting some traffic, but it doesn't even have HTTPS. So let's skip on. Number two, this one is not a great link either. Again, there's no secure meaning that it's not really an active site. Otherwise the administrators would have fixed that. Going down the list, this one's just a user profile, which to be frank, we could probably mimic. And so user profile links are actually fairly easy to create because you just create a user profile and then add a link or post on that platform. Now I'm not familiar with this one, but the short answer is you can register, you could create an account on Lights.org, and then you could add an article that links to your article, to your article. So that's, that's one backlink that we could get, frankly, in a few minutes, because creating our user profile on there would be very easy. Next up is the, this link. And, and you can see, we're just generally taking a look. This one is exceptional. 
the site's got very high traffic. Definitely some really good link domains that are linking to the specific page. And the, it's, it certainly is getting traffic. So let's just check this one out. This is probably, a, I would assume, a very reputable website. Looks good, looks real. So it passes the sanity check at a higher level. They got ads. So and then let's take a look at the actual article. All right. So this one, it's got all immediately. I can see that they've got the EAT updates. They've got a nice, great clear author to find. It's great. Certainly they got some ads. There's something like that when I see over here. This author has read quite a few articles. And so generally speaking, people would trust her a bit higher than what they would for other ones. They've got some uh, hashtagging in here. They've got an image. Um, they've got the analysis text. A lot more imagery. Weetry is definitely key, like Mr. Liking. So they're doing a good thing there. They've got all their images uh, cited, which is good. Uh, heck, a lot of images for the most. So I'm not going to open the whole thing. But, like, well, the short answer is that we've got a few things checked off. Well, the high level of the site was somewhat trustable. We've got not a very clear author. We've got the headers. We probably can do a little bit of work on the technical, um, but the short answer is this, this article might be fit. So let's just assume that this one is good enough. I'm not saying it's great because it's not, but, oh, sorry. I was looking at the wrong URL. Apologies. This is the, uh, no, actually, this is the best one ritual. Oh, it was actually this link. Okay. This either way, let. This one's not great, but let's just assume it was. At that point, I would go through and try and figure out how the heck can we, is there any email addresses on this, this, this article, or maybe is it possible to actually contact the lady who wrote it, Spiona, and contact her directly. But in right here, I can see there's a new address. I'd email her. I could say, hey, Fiona, I'm interested in writing articles for my client. I find Scott um, wants to increase the domain rating. Can you add a link now that this type of link, I'm guessing with the 73 domain rating uh, or whatever the, in, in the area of these and this much traffic would probably be over a hundred dollars American or something like that. You would write an article for that, that piece. Let's just say you throw down another hundred dollars there. So you're in a couple hundred dollars, maybe more, uh, frankly, but uh, generally speaking at a macro level, you could get a, a pretty half decent backlink from that. There would definitely be some power because the site's getting so much traffic and it's got a healthy domain rating. So at the macro level, you can see what's the methodology that we use and clearly filtering based on domain rating to the sites that actually have a high domain rating. Secondly, looking at the domain rating or sorry, the domain traffic is the two contributors and then checking out those linked domains because if well, a specific page has a really high authority, you can go through and actually get links for it. Now we can email Fiona. We can ask her to do a guest post. Another option is we can email her and ask her to do what's called a niche edit. Now a niche edit is actually taking this existing page that she had already written and assuming that it made sense for the, the best plumber tool, we can only know where that link is, but later we can ask her to add another link to that, to our other. So that's a niche area. You basically find an existing page, add another page. And so that, that's a really common 
tactic for a backlink on tap. It's a great way to actually get traffic because he oftentimes will achieve guests at niche islands on the sites that have existing traffic. Now, for the anchor text analysis, when you're getting a link, you want to make sure that it's a follow link. And when you look at all of these different links, there's a command called follow and there's a command called no follow. And the short answer, or sure, do, do follow, no follow. But yeah, if you look at all of these different links, they're all currently no follow, meaning that there is no, I shouldn't say there's no, but there's less value in them. And so when you're, that is definitely a very important characteristic on the link. And you can see that whenever you get the link credit and you can define it when you're contacting these companies, you always want to ask them for a default link. So the, this, the reason is because the SEO juice flows through do follow. SEO juice does not follow through on no follow. Don't get me wrong. Like you'll get marginal benefit, but do follow is actually significantly good. And so when you're looking at backlinks, having domain rating, traffic, follow, or your key contributors, relevance is also important. And so getting a late from a site, like clearly this site isn't great for a, a plumber because it's about whatever news, lifestyle and whatever tech and stuff like that. I, I don't know if this specific company has any sites like this one's a house website that has an article on a leak repair as suggesting these plumber tools. That's definitely a bit more relevant. Looking through dreamland design, probably talking through a lot of house building retail, residential retalking and stuff. So the point is that you do want to find links, ideally that are relevant and that means in a similar niche. Secondly, you may want to, uh, for local SEO, if you're trying to rank a plumber in New York, then you're going to want to find New York sites that are available that are promoting New York businesses, such as Better Business Bureau, such as the Chamber of Commerce, such as listing sites. So you can see these free kind of directory sites. Maybe there's a directory site that's available in New York that would allow you to post directory sites are often, or citations are often good for local SEO because they're generally local kind of lists. Um, so that's another thought. And then all right, so we talked through authority, which is at the main rating, talked through relevance, which is trying to find things that are in the same niche. And then that's like finding sites that actually have high traffic, which is necessary to, because really if a site's not getting any traffic, even if it has the main rating, it's not helped yet. So once we go through, we get a link, whether it's a guest post, uh, or a niche edit on one of these sites, you want to make sure you want to take a look, make sure that the link works. Is it going to the right spot? Secondly, like we already discussed, check to see if it's a do follow link versus a no follow link, which does not pass through the SEO juice. If you're, um, if you're creating a guest post, make sure that, that guest post is high quality. Now, a lot of like different SEO providers will actually have AI content. Um, I am not a fan of AI content by itself, don't get me wrong. Discerning the headers, coming up with ideas is all great with AI. And it's clearly ChatGPT can write better than most of us. But 
But when you're creating guest posts, you want to make sure that you've got a, a human eyes on it because they are wise. And we can see that in the content and people will quickly detect that. So that, that's a common, just an overview of my experience. So our, like my agency, for example, we create real human content. We create backlinks on real sites with real traffic that are not like spammy. And then ideally in the same niche and using a proper anchor text, which it does actually make remarkable results when you do that with a less of backlinks, which is also important because the, clearly it's a ton of work to find, um, these webmasters, get the contact information, maintain a relationship, figure out how much they cost. Each of them typically does require different types of articles. So sometimes the basis will say you know, 700 ish words per guest post. And uh, some of them, well, the more high quality, they'll, they'll require a thousand. Some of the high quality sites will give you a backlink. But after a year, they will move it, uh, which is also really, really common for the really high quality links because they're charging basically not just for the right to post your link to your client on their website, but you're also paying for the, just for a specific amount of time. So these are always kind of considerations. What's the best backlink? It really depends on the higher more webmasters that you reach out to, um, and you start to collect a bigger database of, of webmasters that actually provide links, the more data you'll have to make a, an informed decision uh, at a macro level. But the short answer is that it, it does take quite a bit of effort. So behind the scenes, I've got a full-time person that for the most part, you know, emails different webmasters, we email hundreds and hundreds every month to find sites that are in the same niche as our clients. Now, in terms of uh, uh, monitoring and analyzing, if you get links from, from Fiverr and from the guy who emailed you and the girl who emailed you, and I think we all get know, 100 emails every day from these kind of providers, you have to be very careful because the domain rating may be high artificially, but they get no traffic. Or you, you might get a link, but they remove it a month later. And so just be thoughtful of that. That these are the kind of things to check. Um, and, and sometimes I, in my opinion, it's better to work with the, the webmaster directly because you've got a relationship with them. And secondly, you can filter them versus a lot of times when you, you know, if you use these kind of referral providers and there's a lot of them and there's a lot of spam ones, just be really careful. Um, so focusing on, uh, on quant quality basically is important and pitfall. A lot of people do. They. They'll get a list of a thousand different links and almost all of them will be junk. And so I actually have used, uh, there was one site that I didn't have it with and uh, just got one of your blanket packages, thousands of links. And the short answer is it didn't rank. And so I, my point on this is that it's not how many links at all. And generally speaking, the, the high quality ones are more of an investment, but pay off longer because they're better. The uh, getting links from low quality sites, we already talked through sites that are irrelevant. Um, so if you got a link from a, like that SEO is funny because I'm in the web design, cause I do the web design. So I often get links from clients that are in plumbing and all that other stuff. And point is that from a 
strictly an SEO perspective, it would be most ideal if all of the links were in SEO or web design, um, not in from a plumber and a lawyer and all these other websites that you're making. So some of the web guys that I've talked to actually don't have links from their clients to their own site. So yeah, it's an interesting conundrum. Ignoring the anchor text ratio. So we spoke briefly about anchor text ratios, but you want to make sure that the anchor text that you're writing for does is uh, appropriate. The, sorry, I was just trying to pull up an example, but we, I'm not sure that we have time during this call, but the short answer is that for anchor text, you want to make sure you've got the right ratio in your backlinks. You do not want to have too many exact match because you will, it will hurt you in the long run. And so adding a blank anchor text, which is just your domain or no, nothing. And then having a, a mix of semantic words around your search phrase will be that you're targeting is pretty important. N next up, we talked about the tools in conclusion, and uh, I think that's a, a brief little background. I'm trying to think of anything else that I usually look at. Um, and one other quick point is that broken backlinks does exist. And just from an external linking perspective, and we'll just check this one website because we came across it just for fun. But if you click on broken links, oftentimes sites that are older, oh, so you don't have you here, but uh, let's just try Wikipedia or somewhere. The, uh, oftentimes when changes are made to each, oh, there's on top of it. Let's see. Easy. Either way, the short answer is that many sites that I've audited do actually have links. And then what happens is they change the URL or they, they delete that page and all of a sudden that link is broken. Meaning that SEO juice that is passing gets broken because that page doesn't exist. So when you're migrating a site, make sure that you don't mess with the URLs is my recommendation. And if you do make sure you create a redirect and a redirect doesn't pass the full amount of value through but it will pass, let's just say 80% or whatever the number is from Google. And so the redirects are really important because they do help a lot, especially for broken links. There is one question here. Is there a difference for SEO in creating a website, say Wix versus WordPress? So the point of this presentation was really about backlinking, but in terms of broad on-page SEO, which is really what your question pertains to, I believe Wix has been developing a lot. So they've got some really strong capabilities for SEO. And the, so the short answer is that technically I think that you can make Wix rank. Certainly am a bit more comfortable with WordPress because that's where my experience lies. Secondly, because WordPress has the, a lot of these Yoast and rank map plugins that are very common, commonly used, but so the, the short answer is I think for people that are not familiar with web technology, Wix is a great option. It's a, it's a WYSIWYG drag, drag and drop kind of thing. Um, and, but you make sure that when you're going in there, that you learn to get very comfortable with making sure that your header are you, you're, uh, so we're jumping topics here a bit, but the, make sure you do your keyword research. So far too many times, and I had another call a couple nights ago or last night with 
another company that had this issue. They built a beautiful website, but the search phrases that they're targeting weren't what the audience was looking for. And it happens time and time again. Number one, don't build a website until you know what people are searching for. In Canada, people search for web design. In the US, people search for web development. So in Canada, my website has, obviously I've got both, but the point is, is that's really important when you're building out your page because your header or your, your URL should be web hyphen design. Your, your page title should have something web design, your uh, meta descriptions, each one's all of it should have web design. And then as you start to progress through, if you do it that method and you map all the search phrases that you're looking to target to pages, you will know that your website is built based on what people are searching. And the short answer is you will get more traffic. If you build a site based on some random trademarks phrase that people aren't using, because that's what you call it as a business. And that's the proper name. That's that may not be what the customers are actually searching for. And so the short answer is that the websites are built for based on what people are, they're built for Google. Number one, so you have to write your, make sure your website is readable by Google and then, um, meaning check Google to make sure that there are no errors in your search console and whatnot. And then once you've done that, then augment it, uh, and add the, uh, all of the, the fancy scheme and things like that. Can you do that in Wix? Yes. Can you do it in WordPress? Absolutely. I, in my biased opinion, I think WordPress is probably a little bit easier because it's more popular, but. So at the technical level, I think it might have a bit more capabilities, but at a, as a person who's not as technical, Wix is a great, great solution that works well. I hope that helps. Thanks everyone. And I hope you had a couple of takeaways. If you have any questions, do reach out to me. My email is jesse at guru SEO services, and I'd be happy to help you. And then you can link up, reach out on LinkedIn or on Twitter or Instagram, Telegram, or anything. Thanks everyone.